Welcome to Molly Moments. Join me, Molly, and that's Molly with an I, in discovering Jesus in our everyday life. Ever asked someone so many questions that they asked if they were being interrogated? Or get the glassed over eye look? Yeah, I get that a lot with my kids. Usually includes several eye rolls. I like to ask questions with an occasional, here we go again, mumbled in the background. It's okay. One day they will appreciate it. When something strikes my interest, the questions begin. When meeting someone new, the basic questions are asked. What do you do? How big is your family? What do you do for fun? Etc. At times, I keep questions to myself, observe, and come up with a conclusion that can be confirmed in additional conversations at a later time. Searching out answers to our questions enhances knowledge and wisdom. You can Google just about anything and have an answer within seconds. Gone are the days of sifting through reference books and microfiche at the library. Several times while teaching, my students would ask me a question that I did not know the answer to. Instead of making something up, I told them, I don't know, but I'll find out and get back to you. At times, for whatever reason, an answer cannot be found. Rationality, common sense, and personal experience forms an opinion that best answers the unknown. Sometimes spot on, sometimes way out in left field. My sweet, intelligent friends, we don't have to have the answers all the time. It's okay to say, I don't know. You don't have to have an answer for everything. It's impossible anyway. There are a few why questions I'll never know the answers to. How do you handle questions that you don't have the answers to? Well, let's start with a few that you can. What's your name? How old are you? Just kidding, just kidding. Anything exciting happened today? Enter teenage eye roll. What is your disposition at the moment? Happy, joyful, anxious, nervous? easygoing. What life circumstance is occupying most of your thoughts and emotions? Is it a glass half empty or a glass half full kind of day? Where is your hope on a scale of one to ten? One being the lowest, ten being the highest. Frustration has a tendency to kick in when I don't know the answer or life circumstances aren't what I thought they would be. Frustration ignites giving up. Giving up fuels hopelessness. Hopelessness is a dangerous place to be. A six-year-old girl was having a no good, very bad day. As I walked up to her, it was evident she was upset. I asked why she was so sad. She went into a dramatic explanation of such sadness, trying to reason with a rather dramatic six-year-old girl is futile. Encouragement, rephrasing from a different point of view, or numerous hugs? The same response was still, what was me? I'm so mistreated. At this point, only the precious six-year-old could work her way out of hopelessness. A variety of life circumstances and unanswered questions could leave me hopeless, if I choose to be. The thing is, life circumstances and unanswered questions don't have that much power over me. It's my decision to choose hopelessness or hope. 
no matter the circumstance. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Who was the word that became human? Jesus. Where did he make his home? Among us, in us, all around us. What overflowed from him? Unfailing love and faithfulness. Let's pause and look at unfailing love and faithfulness for a moment. Can you name one thing that has never failed? I can't think of a thing. My pen exploded after using it only a few times. I snagged one of my favorite tops after having it for over a year. Something may fail instantly or may last a long time before it starts breaking down. Everything has failed at one point in time. God's love is unfailing. His love never breaks down, never stops working, always loves no matter what, never ceasing. His faithfulness is relentless. If I were him, I would have given up on me a long time ago. His faithfulness to me, to who he created me to be, gives a hope that is unfailing. What if we lived in his unfailing hope every day of our life? Instead of, woe is me, try, okay, Lord, my hope is in knowing and believing you've got this. You see something I don't see. Let me lean into the hope of knowing your greatness, peace, and comfort. This may hurt right now, but I have your unfailing hope that you will bring me through this and I will live in that hope. Love always hopes, 1 Corinthians 13, 7. God's hope is unfailing. May I live in his unfailing hope every moment, every day, no matter the circumstances, no matter the life delay. May I rest in his unfailing hope. May I rest assured that my everyday hope is leading to my eternal hope in him. Thanks for sharing a moment with me. We are in this relying on his unfailing hope together in him. Share this moment we've shared with someone else. You can find more Molly Moment episodes on Spotify or visit my website at mollymoments.com. And that's Molly with an I. And find more blogs and podcasts to share. Thanks for sharing a moment with me and Jesus. Have a blessed day and see you next time.